to help you see that nothing's ever wasted and no one's too far gone. From rock bottom of the sea to the sky beyond the ceiling, after all I've tasted and after all I've seen, I never want to go back. I never want to know that life before love. I'm living in the moment. I'm running after all that's holy and pure In the shadow of your wings I find all my sanity I can trust your cover I am safe with you Though I'm promised suffering I know you're right here with me Keeping me together Holding all my dreams I never wanna go back I never wanna know that life before love I'm living in the moment I'm running after all that's holy and pure I never wanna go back I never wanna know that life before love I'm living in the moment I'm running after all that's holy and pure everybody doing today good good we're good good i'm good. excited awesome so i am tia lee i have tony to my right tony with the t bishop woods to my left that be me and we have our first special guest episode oh, yeah. four the one and only dyron adams all right <laughs> yeah. good to be here. honored yes. to be here with my friends yes uh <laughs> i should known as prophet <laughs> don't forget yes, that. Don't yes. forget that. Yeah. He he wears he wears uh <laughs> many hats. He Absolutely. definitely flows in the prophetic uh giftings that the Lord has blessed him with. Um he's here with his lovely wife, uh Tamberly. Yeah. Uh, right. This is our yeah. tribe. The family is very dear to our hearts. <laughs> yes. They have three children, Zion, Malachi, and Olivia. And they truly are salt and light Absolutely. of the Amen. world type of people. Absolutely. And so we love them dearly. Uh, very grateful to have you here, Di. Yes. And Miss yes. um, Tia, we can't things. skip over the hood. We can't. We got to. We got to remember what, what we have on Wednesdays. What's okay, talk, talk about it, well, sis. Talk about it. We can't it. skip over that. Come Every on. Wednesday. Yes, talk about it. We have a Bible study, and it's affectionately known as, what is it, y'all? Hood night. Hood night. Hood night. Hood night. Hood night. Yes, yes. It's our hood. Our hood is our heart. Yeah. And anybody's welcome to the hood. Yes, Anybody. Yes, yes, yes. Anybody's welcome to the barbecue? <laughs> the cookout anybody's welcome i'm sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you i had to say that just remind no, you no, about thank hood you night. for sharing yeah, hood that strong. hood strong hood strong yeah so uh just a little bit about dyron and uh his ministry him and his wife tamberly have been in ministry for 21 years um they have lived and raised their children in three continents uh, wow. They are actively involved in missions through their church in Singapore and currently travel full time. So wow. you can consider them international evangelists. Uh, they have a pure heart for the kingdom of God. They love God. They love people. And uh, if you don't have a note, 
a notebook. Get Don't your notebook get out. Get your 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 MacBook out because we say? are Apple stylic in here. Everybody <laughs> with their iPhones, MacBooks. Come on now. Somebody has so, an Android. Yeah, <laughs> we're not going to talk about that. It right sound now. like y'all got sinner devices. Hey, I got an Apple. I have to add that his wife makes a mean lemon cake. Oh, come she on. She makes a mean any cake. Anything. Uh, we got we to add that. Yeah. Any cake. And she's, cake. But she's known for that lemon. <coughs> what? Yeah. Why y'all yeah. think I'm thick like this? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what did them cakes, Tam? Oh. <laughs> No, That's so awesome. we are we are really excited for yes, you guys absolutely. to uh, hear what the Lord has put on mm-hmm. uh, Dyron's heart to share regarding our topic today, yes. which is called "Searching for and Finding Love." Absolutely, um, you guys get ready. Yes, I'm telling you, it's going to be nugget after nugget. Bucket, bucket, bucket your seatbelt. Is that what it is? Bu- buckle, buckle, <laughs> baby, buckle. <laughs> At this time, we will allow our special guest, uh, Dyron Diamond, as I call him, uh, to the floor. He, he has the mic. Well, thank you. Thank you. It's an honor to be here. I love yeah. you guys. You are family. We love so, you. Absolutely. Uh, our hood is our heart, and you guys are family, but you were family before we started Hood Nights in January of last year. So it's an honor to be here. It really is. And so finding real love is an incredible topic and I, I'm, I'm very blessed to be a part of this discussion and conversation so if you're going to talk about real love then you got to talk about divine love okay okay so it's got to it's got to originate from the author of love the creator of love uh, a god who is love and so god doesn't love us because we're lovable he loves us because we he is love mm-hmm. right wow. so it doesn't really have anything to do with us he loves us because he is love and so we have to look at love from its origin story right so where it comes from which in the hebrew language is the word ahaba okay so it's a very powerful word and god gifted us with the hebrew language because in that language you can look at a word and the word describes reality for you so Mm. it tells you uh, what the word will do it describes in the letters itself kind of the the heartbeat of what the word is itself so the word love the three letter root in hebrew which is aleph hey <clears throat> bait okay. simply means this when one aleph always means one hey is the middle letter Hey is the, the letter of grace, all right? So this is the letter that God breathed into Abram to make him Abraham mm. and breathed into Sarai to make her Sarah. So right. it's got like Word. that breath sound. So it's like a breath. It's the breath of God. It's the grace of God. That's in the very epicenter, the center of the word for love is the letter for grace. Okay. So when one gives grace and then the third and last letter is bait, which is the second letter in the alphabet. So looking at it, here's what we have. When one gives grace to two. Oh, wow. So when one gives grace to another, that's love. So the origin of love has nothing to do with receiving, and it has everything to do with giving. Wow. So when I look at the person I'm loving, I'm not looking at anything that I think they need to do for me. Ooh, that's, Ooh, that's good. good. So <laughs> it's not like, hey, here's a list of my needs, and yeah. if you're not meeting my needs, then our love yeah. is off. Oh, oh my no, gosh. No, you're not looking through the lens of love. You're looking through the lens of westernized mm-hmm. love because what we've done in the West Ooh, is we've made love about how you make me feel. Mm. So if you tell me I look good, I love you. If you make me rich, I really love you. Oh my so goodness. what's that based on? It's based on what you were, what you're doing for me. What yes, you can do for me. So it's mm-hmm. completely backwards from the original concept of what love oh actually is, which is one gives grace to another. So in real love, like in a marriage, in a relationship, real love is like with my beautiful wife. <clears throat> I'm thinking about how I can love her like God has loved me. Mm-hmm. And I'm not thinking at all about what she does for me or is she, is she meeting my needs. That never even enters the picture oh of original gosh. template love. So for that to be reciprocated is a beautiful relationship mm-hmm. because now I'm only focused on how I can love her. Mm-hmm. And she's only focused on how she can love me. And that is a beautiful, powerful, beautiful mm-hmm. oh marriage gosh. relationship based in actual 
love. A combustion of love. <clears throat> yes, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So wow. that's what love is. So if we're going to talk about real love, authentic mm-hmm. love, not synthetic love, not westernized, polluted love, so but real love, then that's what we're talking about. We're talking about giving, mm-hmm. and we're talking about being the best version of Jesus Christ mm-hmm. in that person's life that I can be. The best marriages are two forgivers that fell in love, mm-hmm. and the best marriages are two people that are trying to be the best version of themselves that they can be. Mm-hmm. And the best version of ourselves is always the version of me that is the most like Jesus. Whew. So that's real love. <laughs> oh, like my God. in my notes because I had a question yes. that was the difference between God love and human love. But, you know, you already. Yeah. So uh, the Greeks have yeah, the Greeks <laughs> have multiple words for it, right? They've got eros, which is erotic love. Yeah. They've mm-hmm. got agape, which is closer to ahaba. Right, that's more like a godly love. They have phileo, which is like a brotherly love. You know, you have all these different types, and that's why I think we miss it in English a lot, because we have one word for love in English, but we have three words for two: t o t o o and t w o. You know, so we're, we're we've taken something very complex and we've oversimplified it, and we've taken something simple and overcomplicated it. And so, real love, godly. Biblical love is always going to look like what I've received from him. That's Amen. what it's going to look good. like. And mm. so that shapes and puts the relationship on its proper trajectory, right? Mm-hmm. And so it, it kind of weeds out selfishness and, you know, here's my list of stuff you ain't doing for me or whatever. That Don't ever come at your spouse with that nonsense Ooh. because that's not the lens of love. So... Yeah, I and that is Western. That. If I can just say that's, yeah, that is Western, Western um, because people say, "Well, you got to give to get." <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, you give to give. So you give to give because mm-hmm. it's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. You, you don't give to get something in return. That mm-hmm. completely destroys uh, the purity of that love. Because mm-hmm. wow. then it becomes, "I'm loving you, so you'll do this for me." And mm-hmm. that's that's not love at all. Mm-hmm. Not in the original template. Yeah, that's just trying to <laughs> get something or elicit something out of someone and can become obviously very selfish. And then it goes downhill from there. So that, that's true love. So I have a question. So in searching and finding uh, a love, the term soulmate is not in the Bible. Sure. But yeah. it's biblical when we think of it in the aspect of the concept of a mate a right mate for our soul yeah. and our well-being in yeah. life. Yeah. Can you elaborate on yeah. that? That's a good way to phrase it. I like that. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's very good, Tia. So <clears throat> soulmate, like you said, uh, the word, we can't find that. We can't find it phrased exactly like yes. that in the Bible. Mm-hmm. But I tell people this all the time. You have to kind of remove yourself from the false concept of you complete me. Right, you, you have to get that out of your head. That comes from Jerry Maguire. That. All right, that's Tom Cruise and Renee Zellweger. <laughs> that's not Adam and Eve. Uh, that's not you know Abraham and Sarah. That that's not any of the uh, really beautiful examples we have biblically. That's Tom Cruise. All right, so great movie, yeah. but uh, popular movie, but not real love. So Tamberly does not complete me, and I don't complete her. Mm. God completes her. Amen. God completes me. Right. And we complement each other. Compliment. Mm-hmm. It's like about that. compatibility, not completion. Yeah. Oh, because true. if I look at her and say, you have to complete me, I'm putting a divine mm-hmm. expectation upon her that she actually cannot mm-hmm. fulfill. It's oh. impossible. Mm-hmm. That's good. She that's can't yeah. be him in my life. That's good. That's, yeah, that's and right. I can't be him mm-hmm. in her life. Yes. You know, everybody, wow. every guy right now is trying to be him. Right. Wow. I'm him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in mm-hmm. our marriage, he is him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's the only him. And so she has to be completed by him. Mm-hmm. And then we complement each other wow. in our love that we have as God has brought us together. And so I think, and we'll get into this in a moment, until I had that relationship with God, beginning that relationship with mm-hmm. God is always in a process, right? Mm-hmm. So until I had that connection where I, I saw him as the thing that completes me and the only thing mm. that completes me, she wasn't even attracted to me. Until that level of development spiritually was present in my life. Mm. And I don't want to jump ahead. We'll get to that in a moment. But that's what it's about. It's not about completion. It's about compatibility. And also, she taught me how to pray. So the compatibility part 
of the relationship is am I helping her to be also more like him? Mm. So in our marriage, the thing that is paramount is time in prayer, right? Ooh. You can't have a kingdom life if you don't have a prayer life. Mm, Just You're not even in the kingdom, in my opinion, if you don't have a, a prayer life. You're not working on that. So <clears throat> her time with him is more important than her time with me. That's good. Wait. Back up. Say it again. It's what? more important. So her time, her <laughs> yeah, time yeah. with him, yep. with God, mm -hmm. is more important than her time with me. So when she's praying, I'm not going to interrupt her because in that moment she's with him. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to interrupt her. So and when I'm praying, she doesn't interrupt me because I'm with him. So our time with God is more important than our time with each other mm -hmm. because our time with God makes our time with each other even greater. Ooh. Yes. And, uh, yes. and more connected and more compatible and mm -hmm. more passionate and beautiful and everything that goes along with, with love. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's why compatibility is so mm -hmm. important because if you get with someone who doesn't understand that, it's then they so will uh, be in competition with mm -hmm. your time with God. Mm -hmm. yes. Unequally yoked. Unequally yoked. Yes, mm. that's, yeah, that's the definition of unequally yoked. Yes. Yeah. So when she started, you know, I knew she was going to go do missions and all that on her own, uh, has, having nothing to do with me. I knew that was going to happen, right? Mm -hmm. And so I, I kind of, I was happy about it, was excited about it, but I didn't want to talk too much about it. So I just went to God and I said, look, you can send her anywhere in the world, but don't send her to this one particular country, right, that I named. I said, I don't send her there because I don't trust them with her. So I was worried about it. And where do you think <laughs> the very first place God sent her was mm, the there. exact that country place. that I said, God, you can send her anywhere, but don't send her here. It's the first door he opened for her, wow. the first place he sent her. And as that happened, I went to God in prayer and I said, look, I thought we had an understanding. <laughs> I, I thought I was pretty clear. I don't know what you heard, but I thought it was pretty clear. I said, don't send her here. This is the first place you send her. And God immediately in my spirit thundered this. I'm her high husband. You're just her earthen one. Mm -hmm. I'll send her anywhere I need to send her because I'm her high husband. And so I was like, okay. Mic drop. So it's safe to say that God was standing on business. Yes, for sure. <laughs> for sure. And he was reminding me mm. who her first love is. Mm -hmm. Yes. You've got to want your spouse, your partner, whoever. You've got to want their first love to be him. So there can only be one him. Mm. In the marriage, in the relationship, and it's got to—it's got to be him. It's got to be the one. It's got to be Adonai. If it's not, mm -hmm. things go south fast. Mm. Wow! Wow! And yeah. just personally, I—I I appreciate that aspect of y'all's relationship and the hope being equally yoked, because you respect her relationship and understand the importance. Um, because I know I personally went through situations where it's like me or the church or me or God kind of thing, and mm. it was a struggle. Yeah. So I just admire mm. that aspect of y'all's relationship Absolutely. of how you allow each other that intimate mm. time and respect each other's relationship with God. So yeah, we see thank y'all for that example. Well, of course, of course. It's Great. the only way it works for us. We see that as if I don't have that connection, the other connections mm -hmm. in our marriage will not work. So marriage mm -hmm. is a threefold cord, right? So mm -hmm. threefold cord, the Bible says is not easily broken. Mm -hmm. So those three folds of that relationship in real love our connections. So it's threefold connections. Those three connections are our connection with God first. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Her connection with him, my connection with him. That's the first one. The second is our connection intellectually, psychologically, compatibility there, mm -hmm. how we get along, our connection mentally. And then the third is your physical connection, your intimate, you know, physical connection within the confines of marriage. Those three things have to be there. If any of those things start to dissipate, disappear, or dissolve, mm -hmm then the cord starts to unravel. Mm. It starts to become frayed. It starts to fall apart. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, Prophet, give us some more of that knowledge regarding love. Give us some more of what God is showing you and, and um, tell us. Help us out here. Oh, <laughs> Keep sure, it going. Sure. Keep it going. Sure. This is good. I'm, I'm yeah. just lapping it so, up. So to go to love, right? So I think I, the first thing I go to is the, the very first people to fall in love, which is Adam and Eve. Okay. So, and it was, a, it was obviously a divine love. <clears throat> There was no one else around for Adam to pick or Eve to pick. So they fell in love with each other because God brought them together, 
right? Okay. So God brought them together, and there was a lot to kind of extrapolate from that example of love. So it's very much a, a divine love that we see uh, initially. So one of the first or most important things to understand is that God brought Eve to Adam. Adam did not go out and find her, mm. didn't find her on Tinder. <laughs> didn't find her on any of the other apps that are out there that I don't know anything about, thankfully. Um, I, I wouldn't want to date in 2024. Ooh. I'm glad I've been married for 21 mm -hmm. years. So. But it's looking a little tumbleweedish. It's tumbleweedish. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, it's a little rough. Yeah. I, I mean, my, yeah, my heart hurts for you. Mm. So it's, <clears throat> it's this. You don't have to go out searching. The more I strive for a mate, the more I'm probably going to mess it up. Mm. Mm -mm. So, uh, or I'm going to do this. I'm going to find them out of divine timing. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if I find the right person at the wrong time, what? I get the wrong person. <laughs> come on, <laughs> come on. Because the person has Ooh, not been that. developed divinely. Ah. And so it's not the person he wants me to meet. So if I go out there and I try to make it happen and I force it happen and I kick doors mm. open and I find the right person at the wrong time, okay. I got the wrong person. Because ah! they haven't been developed by him yet. So it's not the, it's not the time. It's not the sovereign timing of God, oh God for me to be with him. Therefore, I'm with the wrong person. I'll give you an example. This in our marriage. Had Tamberly found me a year before she found me, had we been together or had I tried to make it work mm -hmm. a year before it actually worked, it would not have worked. Wow. Because I was still on drugs. Mm. I was completely not right with God. Wow. I was living a, 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 just a, a crazy life, and nothing in my life was right. Wow. So same mm. person, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But wrong time yes. equals wrong person. Mm -hmm. Because I was not the person then, let's say we found each other in 2002, so I was not the person in, in, uh, in 2001 that I was in 2002. Mm -hmm. So had I tried to force that door open a year early, just one year, I would have destroyed the will of God for my life. I would have messed it up. So it's very important to note that. God brought Eve to Adam. Adam was being developed. Adam mm -hmm. had a job to do for God. Mm -hmm. He had to tend the garden. He had to name the animals. This took a lot of time. There was a lot of animals. So he had to do something for God. And as he's walking with God and working with God, his wife shows up. Now, when he first sees her, think about this. When he first sees her, he wakes up from sleep. Mm -hmm. mm. So it's in peace that he finds his spouse. Peace. Not in some kind of frenetic wow. energy, not in some crazy search mm. to find the right person. He's not going wow. crazy. I got to find somebody. I don't want to be lonely. Let me tell you something that's worse than being lonely, getting with the, with the wrong person, marrying the wrong person. Ooh, yes. That's Come worse right than loneliness. Mm -hmm. A lot worse. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. so it was in peace that he woke up and he found Eve as God brought Eve to him because he was working on trying to be the best version of himself that he could be. So this is, this is where we mess it up. So a lot of people say, if you're a man, you would say, all right, I'm, I have a list that I want my wife to align right. up with. Mm -hmm. I've heard that before. So I'm working on my list. I'm working on mm -hmm. uh, the right person. We make work this list on. Too, no, we probably. do, and it's, it's not evil, <laughs> right? It's, it's not evil to do that, mm -hmm. to have goals, mm -hmm. to have certain attributes of your spouse or whatever that you want. Right. But make your list and then put it up, put it in the filing cabinet, and you work on you. Period. You work on being the best <laughs> husband you could be mm -hmm. for that wife that God will bring into your life. That's so good. You work on you. So Adam's working with God, walking with God, and then in peace he finds his significant other. He finds the one, his soulmate, the one that God yeah. created My for God. him. So it's That's a beautiful good. thing. Can, can you uh, just go deeper in uh, being lonely versus being in a bad marriage or being a, in a bad relationship, like the wounds and all the things that you have to heal from and mm -hmm. just maybe elaborate a little bit more on that piece yeah so if you're lonely buy a dog right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, get a cat 
get no something. Cat. No cats. Yeah, no, no cats. 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 Yeah, cats. Yeah, yeah. It, it was just proven <laughs> that cats add no value to your life. Mm. This is I a study it. that just came out. It. Dogs can increase <laughs> your well-being by, I think, 40-plus percent, but cats had a zero zero net gain. So there was zero hilarious. Uh, goodness that they me. brought into your life. Yeah. So, but if you're lonely, buy a dog because you don't want to go out searching from loneliness. Mm-hmm. Mm. Because what that means is I'm searching from a desperate place. Mm-hmm. And I'm, when I'm searching from a desperate place, I'm going to start looking in dry places. Ooh. My. Wow. So you don't want to find anybody in a dry place. What do evil spirits go around looking for? Oh, dry Jesus. places. Come on. So when I, when I operate in no desperation, life. I begin to look in dry places for my significant other. Wow. To curtail or to, to kind of combat mm. the loneliness that I'm battling or fighting. Wow. So you end up looking in, in, you know, you end up looking in the club. You end up looking on Tinder. You end up looking on whatever dating app. I don't know, whatever. And so you end up looking in dry places. You're not going to find her or him in a dry place. And nothing grows from a dry place. No. Nope. No development. Yeah, there's no development. And development is the thing. I had to develop into the place God wanted me to so that I could meet Tamberly, so that there would be a compatibility and a connection and a possibility for our relationship uh, to be blessed. So uh, does that help? Is that Yes. Okay. No, that's so perfect. is it okay then? To be alone, and sometimes you feel alone. You feel like God has put you on the backside of a desert. Is it okay to just, I'm, I'll just be alone? Sure. Of course, <laughs> of course. I mean, there are, I mean, there are people that are called of God into singleness their entire life. Uh, one of my heroes, uh, Lee Stone King, is such a man. You know, he's, mm. he's what, 70-plus years old now? Baby. He's never been mm. married because he felt a call into loneliness, uh, loneliness, singleness, <laughs> uh, which I'm sure at times gets very lonely. Yeah, sure. yeah. But he felt a, a call into that from, from an early age. And so some people have that call and then others do not. I did not. I didn't have that. I wasn't called into, okay. into singleness. Yeah. Me uh, either. God hid his will in Tamberly's <laughs> eyes. Yeah. If you are out there, <laughs> she ain't called into <laughs> loneliness. She wants you to know. <laughs> Loneliness is not my ministry. Tony ain't ready for that. Yeah. So, yes, it can happen. Yes, it is rare. If everyone was called into that, the human population would just stop growing, right? Okay. So it, it's a rare thing. It's the exception. It's not the rule. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is a thing. I mean, yeah. it is a legitimate thing. So, but, And I think for loneliness... Um, you can look at that when you start having those feelings or experiencing that season. I think that's an opportunity to invite God in because he yeah. said he'll never leave us or forsake us and he'll be with us to the end of the earth. Mm-hmm. So yeah. in when I start feeling like, oh, God, I'm lonely, and instead mm-hmm. of doing something like going to the museum or the movie, just spend that time with God and then Amen. allow him to start uh, pouring, you know, that's scripture, good. revelation, mm-hmm. or he may send you to minister, minister to somebody at the store mm-hmm. or, you know, just fill that space with him mm-hmm. if Absolutely. you're, you know, loneliness doesn't have to be I'm lonely let me go find a man or a woman I'm lonely let me talk to God about it wow God understands loneliness because think about Mm -hmm. this if you're everywhere like omnipresent right means Mm -hmm. you're everywhere there's a lot of places you're alone Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. a lot of places you're alone Mm -hmm. especially the deep places of who he is that people just don't seem to be very interested in mm-hmm. in 2024 anymore. Mm-hmm. So if you're everywhere, there's a lot of places you're alone. So God understands mm-hmm. loneliness. Wow. He mm-hmm. really does. Mm-hmm. I mean, God manifested in flesh Jesus. You know, he was rejected by his own that he came to to love and to save. He gets mm-hmm. rejection very well. He was rejected by quite a few people in his own family until after the resurrection. So it's like, I had to literally come back from the dead for you people to believe in me. Wow. <laughs> in his own yes. family. Wow, wow, James, wow. the mm-hmm. bishop of Jerusalem, was such a man. So he understands rejection right. and he understands loneliness. Mm-hmm. So what Tony said is so powerful because mm-hmm. when you are lonely, don't go to the club. Go to your prayer closet. Mm-hmm. Go, to your cha- go to your prayer chamber, Ch- wherever you've got one, mm-hmm. and spend that time with the one who understands it more than anyone else that you could talk to. In the earthen realm. That's so, so. This is so good. Keep it. Keep keep going. Telling us about some of this searching for love, if you don't mind. Sure, sure. So, when you look at the he, we looked at the Hebrew word for love, right? Mm-hmm. So, let's look at the Hebrew word for what Eve actually was. So, here's what happened. This is what is so cool to me. When God made Adam, He put everything in Adam, right? That's so right. He was made in His image. So, in the image of God, God Himself. In his nature, in his image, in his character, the attributes of him, 
there is masculinity and femininity, mm-hmm. both. Mm-hmm. Right. right. So there's nothing more beautiful than God. Well, that's obviously femininity. There's nothing more beautiful than women. And there's nothing stronger or more powerful than God. Mm-hmm. That's the masculinity side. Mm-hmm. So when God made Eve for Adam, what did he do? He took a rib, right. is what it says in English. But in Hebrew, it, it also means side. Mm-hmm. Your rib is on your side. Mm-hmm. But it means side. So he took out a side mm-hmm. of Adam. Wow. What side did he take out? The feminine side. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is why the Bible says it's a sin. The Bible says this. this is not my opinion. The Bible says it's a sin for a man to be effeminate. Mm. Why? Because he took it, he took <laughs> it out of you. Right. So out. why are you taking back Ooh. something that he that took out? Mm-hmm. So that's, that's why a man yeah. should be a man and a woman should be a woman. And, and a man should not be embracing or walking in femininity. He should be looking for femininity. He Ooh, should be drawn to femininity mm-hmm. for compatibility, but he should not be embracing it, operating in it, or living in it. Mm-hmm. And so he takes that side of him out. So what did God just do? He divided his nature. Mm, that is so good. Wow. So how does the nature of God come back? back together to be released into reality if man and woman don't learn to work together in the kingdom Ooh. not just in marriage mm-hmm. but in friendship in the kingdom Absolutely. Yes. what about ministry yeah. when they yes. don't believe in women it's it, yes, heard you it's talk literally about absurd mm-hmm. so if you don't believe in 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 women speaking preaching whatever mm-hmm. then you have a problem because you're only hearing from one side of the image and likeness of god mm-hmm. the masculine side well, that leaves you unbalanced. Yes. Mm. So unbalanced. you also need to hear from the feminine side of God. Ah. These are very different things. So the only way that the picture, the, the, the fullness, the wholeness, the completion of the image and likeness of God can be brought back into the earth is when men and women, a man and a woman, work together. 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 That's good. And then you're releasing that into the world around you, which is, is beautiful. So, so that's why it's important for a husband and wife to raise their children together. Why? Because now you're, my children mm. are being exposed to the fullness of the image and likeness of God mm. as opposed to being only exposed to one side of the Absolutely. image and likeness of God, which mm. leads, some, leads to some imbalances, Absolutely. which mm. certainly not the child's fault at all. But... That's why sometimes you've heard of the two-parent advantage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, this is why. Mm-hmm. God designed it to be that way. So the image and likeness of God can be fully released in balance into the world around us. And, and we all struggle with that. No one's perfect at it. We're certainly right. not perfect right. at mm-hmm. it. Please don't let me mm-hmm. give the indication. I think we figured life out because we haven't. But that's what the Word says. So <clears throat> what this is, what he called Eve is Ezer, right? Mm-hmm. So that's the Hebrew word, Ezer. Ezer. Okay. Now it's interpreted helpmeet, all right, which is a, not the best or most amazing interpretation of what that word means. So that word Ezer is a combination of two different roots. Uh, Z-R, which means to rescue and to save, and G-Z-R, which means to be strong, okay? Mm-hmm. So think about what that means. So we got help meet, which we don't even really know what that means. What is help meet? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it sounds weird. Mm-hmm. But what is actually going on there is it means a strength and a rescuing power mm. to surround and protect. So when God saw Adam and said, it's not good that you're alone, so he made for him a strength and power mm. to surround and protect. Wow. Wow. That's what your wife is. That's, what the That's woman good. Is. Excuse me. He made a what? What was that? Strength and a power. Okay. Noted. To rescue and protect. <laughs> Thank <Yeah>. you. <laughs> That's why a real man would yes. be attracted <laughs> to a strong woman. What? Mm-hmm. Now, that, say that again. Back up. If you mm-hmm. don't, if you can't handle being around a strong woman, then you're probably not a real man. Uh-oh. So that's the thing. So you should be drawn to a strong woman. Why would you want to marry a weak woman? No, it's just going to do whatever you say and, and just you can <laughs> just run over her. Mm, right. She's just going to serve you. Mm. That, that's not what a real man looks for. That's what a mm. weak man looks for. That's Come on. A real that's man good. that's walking in some type of purity with God on, is going to be attracted to a strong woman so because strong, that's me. what she was created to mm. be, a strength and a power to rescue, surround, and protect Mm. you want that 
it's a I beautiful thing. I thought I wasn't thing. crazy all this time. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too I'm talking too much. No, keep it going. Tell us more. Keep it going. Keep it going. Tell us what God is need us to know. <laughs> so it's so, it's so so you want to be drawn right to to strength. Mm-hmm. Uh, strength is good. Strength in a man is good. Strength in a woman is good because they're they're manifested in very different ways. So God looked at Adam and said, "It's not good you're alone." Mm-hmm. After he was being developed, after he learned the voice of God and to okay. walk with God and was doing something for God. That's the other thing that if you're a woman and you're looking for a man, you want to look for a man that's doing something with God. Oh, okay. You want to look for a man that's serving God. Serving God. He had a job. Also, having a job is nice, right? So <laughs> it's a good thing. It's important. So he, uh, he, he, he was doing all of these things with God, and <clears throat> that's kind of the definition of being a man, right? Mm-hmm. And so he had to be doing that first, mm-hmm. and then as he developed and he heard God and he learned to connect to his voice, God said, hey, it's not good that you're alone. I'm going to make a strength for you. A strength. strength I'm going to make a power for you. A power. I'm going to make a rescue for you. I'm going to make a protection for you. That is awesome. Mm. My God. And that's where Eve came in. Somebody say, I'm a strength. I'm a strength. I'm a strength. That's that's the way it was designed by God, right? That's That's the way it was designed. So chauvinism tries to attack that, but that's what we should be attracted to mm. is strength because that's what God made her to be. So in Genesis 2 and 18, though, God calls woman a azerkenegdo, which means a helper against him. Mm. Uh-oh. That's kind of interesting. Yes. Now you gotta work why why would my wife need to be against me? Hmm. Well, the great sages of Israel taught us this. Okay. The great commentator Rashi, for instance, takes the term literally. And he makes a wonderful point. This is what he says. If he, Adam, is worthy, then she will be a help in Ezer. If he is not worthy, mm. she will be against him, Konegdo, for strife. Oh, my. Wow. It's in my notes. So your wife is your compass. Your wife will actually help you greatly when you're going the direction. No one does it perfectly, right? right. The wife isn't perfect. The man That's isn't right. perfect. That's right. But... If I'm going the way God wants me to go, my wife is a power and a strength to help me, to surround and to protect me. Oh, I love that. From her intuition, right? From the things that the feminine, the power of femininity that God created and placed inside of her is going to help me greatly, greatly. If I'm going the wrong way and I'm not walking or flowing in my creative order, then she's going to be against me. Mm. If she's doing what she's supposed to do, mm-hmm. and she's walking with God the way she is designed to walk wow. with God, when I slip up, she's going to speak up. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. And she's going to let me know, and she's going to then be against me. She's a counterbalancing agent. Amen. Does she have the right to speak up? Absolutely. She was created to. Okay. So she's actually only wrong if she senses it and doesn't speak mm. up. And I'm wrong if I've made her feel that way. Okay. Ooh. If I've made her feel like she can't counterbalance me, Ooh. I haven't been the husband I was designed to be. Mm. I have to allow her to be able to feel so a perfect liberty to say, I think you're slipping. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you're praying like you should be. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think you're reading like you should be. And that's a beautiful thing. You don't get mad at that. I mean, it might make you mad, you know, initially. It probably will. But be thankful for it Mm -hmm. because it's going to help you get back in the vein and the flow of of your creative order, what God designed you. We don't want to be one-sided. We don't want to be one-sided. Take up for the guys. What what is it that the wife needs to do? yeah, so it all starts with that first fold of that three-fold cord, right? It all starts Mm -hmm. with that. Mm -hmm. So the wife has to be daily with him. So the more time she spends with him, then the better off she's going to be flowing in her creative context, in her creative order that she was designed uh, to, to flow in for to help her, you know, her husband, to be that strength and power for her husband. So that's a beautiful thing. Okay. So it starts with that. If she's doing that, the other things will probably flow. Now, nothing's going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. 
nothing's going to be just immediately perfect because you had one prayer meeting. So all of a sudden you're, you know, a five star spouse. Mm-hmm. It's a process, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't want to, I don't want to oversell the point, but it's a process. So that first fold of that threefold cord has got to be there, and it has to be on my face, both of us, before Him, listening to Him, learning from Him. And then from there, the other things will flow. But that first thing has to be first. Mm. You have to have a prayer life. Mm. Marriage was designed, Adam and Eve were designed where? In the Garden of Eden, which is the epicenter of the presence of God. Marriage can only exist in the presence of God. Okay. So anytime it gets outside of that, it, it gets messed up. So if you take the word for man and the word for woman in Hebrew and you align them, <clears throat> you get the name of God. Mm. When you align them, wow. you get one of the original names for God, right? Yud Hey. You get one of the original names for Him, Yah. It's right there. If I erase just one letter from each of those things, I erase the name of God from man and woman and their union. I take God out of it. I'm left with the Hebrew word for fire both Ooh. times. Jesus. Esh. Wow. So That's- if you take God out of marriage, you have two fires. Ooh. And when two fires collide, you have conflagration. Mm. You have a bomb. Mm-hmm. You don't have a marriage. You got a mm. bomb. That's not that Sheesh. bomb in Gilead. That's a bomb. No, that's bomb bomb. <laughs> that's <laughs> for real, for real bomb. <laughs> it's going to blow up and destroy things because mm. it's two selfish fires. Mm. Selfishness. Yes, but mm. there's one letter in the word for man and one letter in the word for woman mm-hmm. that the two don't share. That only come together in compatibility and union wow. and unity. And when they come together, the, the name of God is there. But if I erase God from that mm-hmm. by denying that first uh, fold of that cord, I erase God from that. I just got two selfish fires that are just mm-hmm. trying to be wow. selfish and destroy each other. That's all I got. So, Dyron, I know that you That's and amazing. Tamberly uh, counsel uh, marriages, uh, single people. What are some of uh, maybe some suggestions you can or tips that you can share just from talking to different families and, and people and like some commonalities that you've that you've seen mm-hmm. in 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 good in good marriages or things that are falling apart both both okay yes. yeah yeah well the like I just mentioned that mm-hmm. if you're coming for counseling. The first thing I would ask you is, when do you pray? Mm. What time of day do you pray? If you can't answer that, I don't really have anything else that I want to talk to you about. Wow. Because what will happen is you'll, you'll want to eat up three hours of my time, and it's not going to do any good. <laughs> because <laughs> you're, you're not walking with God. Nothing, nothing is going to work that God designed Ooh. without God. Talk. It's just not going to work. It's completely out of creative order, and if it's out of creative order, it is falling into chaos. It's either creative order or chaos. So that's number one. Mm -hmm. So if things are not going well, it's probably that, Mm -hmm. and then it's selfishness because of a lack of that, a lack of prayer, a lack Mm -hmm. of your time with God. Mm -hmm. That's always the number one thing. It's Mm -hmm. if that connection's not there, it's like taking a polar bear and throwing him in the Sahara Desert and expecting him to live. Survive, wow. yes. Why would mm-hmm. – he's not. He wasn't created to survive right. in the mm-hmm. desert. He was created to survive in the Arctic. Mm-hmm. So he has to thrive in his created space, his creative context. So that's usually the number one thing in every single situation that is going wrong mm-hmm. is the time with him has dissipated mm-hmm. or faded or it's mm-hmm. just – totally not there non-existent mm-hmm. we definitely are going to have to do a part two uh, you got to come back but i wanted I to just to. It, yeah we we're going to have to because you you just got too much um i do want to ask you i i recall we were on a bible study and someone was so overwhelmed with their situation and they just were, mm-hmm. just couldn't say any word but I, what in the world what is this what what it's just had them so consumed. God, I don't know where I'm at. I don't know what's going on. And you had such an interesting perspective and mm. encouragement. I don't know if you remember. Yes, yes, I okay. do. I do. Help us with that yes. when people are stuck and they just like, what? God, what? Yeah. Oh, I've been in a lot of situations, especially in the past year, where you're just like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> so there's a lot of what mm-hmm. in, in certain situations. Mm-hmm. It's like a wilderness moment. It's Absolutely. like the exile, right? Mm-hmm. So think of the children of Israel in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. What did they eat in the wilderness? 
Manna. What? Manna. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what manna means in Hebrew? What? <laughs> Message. That's what it means. <laughs> it literally means what is this? Specifically, what is this? Mm-hmm. So when you're in the wilderness, you're going to get a steady diet of what is this but the wilderness is always about development Mm -hmm. not punishment not denial development he will never deliver you from what he's developing you through whoa god thank you never so the development means more to god than you being delivered from the thing that you want to be delivered from when i develop in it then he'll take me out of it Mm -hmm. but if i'm not developing in it he's going to leave me in it So in the wilderness, they ate what? So yeah, sustained them (laughs) because you have to build trust. Mm. So once you get to a place where you do not demand an explanation from God, you cannot be deceived. But you got to eat a lot of what, (laughs) and you got to eat a lot of what is this to get Mm. to that place of development. Because when faith grows up and matures, it gives birth to trust. Uh, And when trust is there resident in the vessel or in the mind of the individual when trust is there you don't ask god for an explanation Mm. the what fades Mm. so when they went into the promised land what does the bible say of the manna the manna ceased on that day Mm -hmm. (laughs) the what stopped the what is this stopped they went into the promise because trust was developed so I don't have what anymore because I don't have to look at him and go, what is this? I don't, I'm not demanding an explanation from you anymore because oh. I know you can't be wrong. And I know you're perfect. And I know you're the only one that is. And so I trust you. So the day they went into the promised land, the manna ceased and fell no more. No more what? When you enter into the promised land. When the exile's over, the what has stopped falling. So... It's a beautiful thing. Oh, my gosh. That was so awesome. So we need those moments of wilderness, though. You have to to have them. Mm -hmm. Yes, you have to have them. And the wilderness is actually pretty amazing because your clothes don't wear out. Your shoes grow with you on your feet. Mm. They went into the wilderness wearing the same thing. They came out of wearing, and nothing wore out. So the coat grew with you. The shoes grew with you. It's, It's phenomenal. Water came from a rock. Rocks don't produce water. They absorb water. So supernatural things mm, occurred. In and, the wilderness. Yes, and you had the manna. You also it's, had the what is going on. It's the, it's the pain that we oftentimes, the seasons of trials and tribulations and the pain that we encounter. Mm-hmm. But if we draw nigh to his feet mm-hmm. and, you know, not try to go numb it with drugs, alcohol, uh, this and that, that's good. and we actually seek him in the pain, mm-hmm. th- mm. that's where the power is. Ooh, <laughs> the power's good. in the pain? That's good. Is. is that where it's at? That's is. good. That's it excellent. Yeah, that's excellent. Because the thing that's the most tethered to prophetic release mm-hmm. is pain in a process. I don't know why. Wow. I can't tell you why. I can just tell you that it is. Uh, it's, it's really interesting. And the thing, don't numb the what with chemicals and pills that's good and alcohol and people Mm -hmm. and relationships Mm -hmm. he has to be the hiding place Mm. anything that is my hiding place that is not him can become an idol very quickly Mm -hmm. very quickly Mm. so you can take something that's not even a sin but you can make it an idol because it became a hiding place that's so true Wow. so he's my hiding place he has to be and I've been very guilty of this. You find other things to numb the Absolutely. pain. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Because it's easy to get chemical peace, right? Yeah. This is how I fell into to drug addiction. I know if I drink this, I take this, I smoke this, I'm going to feel better quick, right? Real quick. Mm-hmm. And that's legit. You are. But you're not getting better. Mm-mm. You're not becoming better. You're just wow. feeling better. And you're using a numbing agent and you're finding a hiding place that's a chemical, that's a pill, that's a drug, that's a person, that's a relationship, whatever it may be. It's a hiding place, but it's not him. Mm. Once you find him as your hiding place, you'll never need that other stuff again. Amen. Never need it. And I guess David knew that the power was in the pain. He said it was good for me Mm. that I be afflicted. Yes. That I then I learn of your statutes. Ooh, yes, that's good. Yeah, wasn't the pain that I learned. That's right. Uh huh. Well, I mean, AP. Part two. This was a plateful, and I'm sure we didn't even get to half of what you had, but. Um, it has encouraged me again, second mm-hmm. time hearing it. Well, I can God never get that. tired of hearing um, mm-hmm. such encouraging uh, prophetic word. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, just for, for those out there, if you're searching for love, find it at Jesus' feet. 
find it in the wilderness at his feet. Um, again, want to thank you for coming to Christian Ship. Thank you. You know, you're our thank you. honorary. Thank you. When you see Christian Ship, you see the You hood. see him. Yeah. 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 They yeah. prayed over um, this. Because these hood. people have walked with us mm -hmm. in some wilderness what? seasons. They've covered us. What um, coverings. Yes. And that love that, you know, we were probably searching for. God, you know, allowed them Use to be them. that for us. So we just thank you. Um, and then you guys, you know, tune in next week. So next month, it's going to be healthy intimacy. We're going to be talking about healthy mm -hmm. intimacy the whole month. Um, and our first episode is going to be navigating sex as a believer. So y'all tune in to that. And again, we just want to bless um, Pastor Dyron and First Lady Tamberly, Tam Absolutely. Tam. Yes, yes. Um, and Let me add something just real quick, if you don't mind. If you want a part two to this, would you just make a comment? Make a comment, and we will have Pastor Dyron back. I just want to see what everybody is thinking, because it was an encouragement to me. And we'll bring him back and let him finish this up. All Happy right. to come back when it fits in the schedule. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Well, thank y'all. Have a good night. Be thank blessed. You. See y'all next week. See ya. Bye. Bye, y'all. That nothing's ever wasted And no one's too far gone From rock bottom of the sea To the sky beyond the ceiling After all I've tasted And after all I've seen I never want to go back I never want to know that life before love I'm living in the moment I'm running after all that's holy and pure in the shadow of your wings, I find all my sanity. I can trust your cover. I am safe with you. Though I'm promised suffering, I know you're right here with me. Keeping me together, holding all my dreams. I never want to go back. I never want to know that life before love. I'm living in the moment I'm running after all that's holy and pure I never want to go back I never want to know that life before love I'm living in the moment I'm running after all that's holy and pure Every fall you break for me Every hitch you take for me Every tear you catch for me There's nobody like you Oh, I'm living in the moment I'm